0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Cinema. I'm your host RJ McCready, and for this episode, I'm going to be taking you guys back to the year in 1984 to look at the underground toxic waste horror movie Chud. So let's go to the sewers, let's have a look at what's going on down there, let's have a look at a trailer, and I'll see you guys soon.
1: Beneath the City of New York. Are living catacombs. An endless maze of subterranean tunnels. Unfit for anything human. Unauthorized for anything experimental. Hold it! They start moving up ahead the top. And unlikely to bring anyone down there. So ah! 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 they're coming up. Chuck. Check your basement and your bathroom. Keep off the street and try to hide. But remember, the dark is their place. The night is their time. And tomorrow, the only things living in the city of New York will be Chud. Chud. Cannibalistic, humanoid, under
0: and welcome back guys so the synopsis for this film is a bizarre series of sudden disappearances on the streets of new york seems to point towards something unsavoury living in the sewers it's an r-rated movie it's got a 88 minute runtime and it's classed as a horror sci-fi and the film is starring John Heard as George Cooper, Daniel Stern as AJ Reverend, and you may recognise these two actors from their work on the Home Alone movie, they're both starring in that. Christopher Curry as Captain Bosch, <laughs> what a name that is, you know you're watching an 80s movie when there's a character called Captain Bosch. Kim Greist as Lauren Daniels, and you may recognise her from the movie, or Terry Gilliam's movie, Brazil, Nightmare movie that is. Uh, she plays a love interest in that film. And John Goodman makes a kind of blink-and-you-miss cameo role in this movie. And I think this is one of his first films. This might be his debut appearance in the film. So there you go, guys. That's uh, some of the cast, just the name just a few. It was directed by Douglas Cheek, and this is his first major studio movie. He hadn't made anything else before this. And it was written by Shepard Abbott. And the two actors in this movie, Christopher Curry and Daniel Stern, who have... um, untitled credits for the helping of writing the story and the screenplay. So let's have a look at the production of this film because you know me guys, if you've been listening to my show you know, know how much I love to dig a little bit deep and find out how these films actually got made and how they managed to get to that green light through Hollywood and stuff like that. And as i I found doing this show and doing all the research and stuff like that, how difficult it is to actually make a film. You can't just go into the studio and say I want to make this movie and then studio say yep, okay, there's a load of money, go and make it. There really is a lot of work that is done. And this movie is one of those examples. So having checked out the building block of this film and the trivia, which I will get to, um, the impression that I'm getting, because there's nothing on there saying this is how this film got made, um, which I usually find with other movies, I can find that sort of stuff on the internet, but with this the impression that I'm getting is this is kind of like an independent film, which managed to get a tiny bit of support from New World Pictures. So the total budget for this film is $1.2 million. And even in 1984, that is quite a small amount of money, especially when you compare it to other films at the time, which were probably working on between 5 and $9 million from studios. And even those films were considered low budget. And then part of that $1.2 million was actually... um, most of that was contributed by some of the actors in this film i believe i think christopher curry and daniel stern put, put some money on the table to make this film um, hence the reason why i mentioned them as they had some writing credits i think this was part of their idea to make this film so after finding this out i've now got a i've got a new appreciation for chud you know it is, is low budget it's it's actually got now got a cult status a lot of fans love it and it's done really well for itself as time's gone on and um, even Fangora, the um, horror magazine, actually said that Chud is a film that looks more expensive than it is. And this is the next thing that I'll go on to say is that the special effects in this movie and the you know, set designs are pretty damn amazing, really, when you look at the money they were spending. And I'd even go to say, before I did the research on this, I always thought this was like a five to nine million dollar picture. With the special effects alone, so that, is, that has kind of blown me over in a way, you know, as a, as a film fan. And I think Chad deserves its place in the league of other toxic waste movies um, in the 80s because the toxic waste theme was booming. It had um, a big market, and you had films like The Toxic Avenger, Street Trash, um, Batman with the Joker in the late 80s, where he falls into the toxic vat. Even Robocop makes that reference with that classic scene where that dude falls into that tanker and he gets um, contaminated by all the waste and starts melting. And um, not to forget the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which came out a little bit later on as a movie. So toxic waste was big. It was a big trend. And it was also the sort of body horror thing as well with um, David Cronenberg. And I think I could probably also mention the remake of The Blob in the mid-80s, because that thing wanted to burn you down and melt you and make you all squishy and horrible. So, um, yeah, so people in the 80s were all about the toxic waste, and and as horror fans, we all love it. And all these films, all the ones I've just mentioned there, they've all got a massive cult status um, in the horror industry. So, uh, it's all about the toxic waste, man. But uh, let's lead on to some trivia, some R.J. McCready trivia in this film. So... Let's start with the title, Chud, so it's aka Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers and it's actually, I think it's in the Contamination world and the real name for Chud in that world is Contamination Hazard Urban Disposal, so it's quite clever how they've mixed that around a little bit, but I like the other title better, I think uh, Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers goes well, next time you see that on a chemical hazard vat or whatever, look out. Rob Zombie wants to remake Chud, there you go, I've said it there, so we'll see what happens. Um, If we ever get to it, if we ever have a green light, this movie, we will see. But what I will say is, I actually think this deserves a remake, I wouldn't mind seeing another version of this film, because I really like the concept, I love the concept of things underground, like monsters and stuff like that, so um, even if it's not Rob Zombie that directs it, if someone else picks it up, we'll have to wait and see, so hopefully that might be something we might see in the future in the pipeline. And the film actually has quite a big cult status, there's a a massive amount of fans of this movie, even though the film when it came out, it flopped, it didn't do very well at the cinema. Um, I think it made about $4.5 million in 1984 when it came out, which I don't think is too bad, especially when you look at the other films that came out in 1984, and this is what uh, Chud was competing against, Nightmare on Elm Street, Terminator, Gremlins, and the actual month that chud came out you had buckery banzai and red dawn which was uh doing real, really well at the box office so i've got to give chud a break I'm, I'm i'm being gentle with chud you know it's i'll give it a little bit of a break and on top of it being like a cult status movie which all the fans love now um it's also got a movie score which is credited in the rolling stone magazine and it made it up to number 35 in the charts of one of the best horror scores in the movie horror industry. And Chud, let's not forget about this one, it actually got a sequel. Uh, Bud the Chud. Uh, but when you watch the film, it's got absolutely nothing to do with the first movie. In fact, you could say that Chud 2 could have been done could have been done better if it had no relations to t- Chud at all and was actually called something completely different because it's about a couple of Bell and Ted type dudes who resurrect a dead body and the dead body goes on the rampage and then a load of other zombies um, gets resurrected as well so it's a little bit more like The Return of the Living Dead so it could have it probably would have done better if it was called something completely different but there you go it was almost like they just wanted to put Chud on there just to link it up with this one and it was just done for pure marketing values in the title so there you go but yeah go check it out it's a fun movie regardless and it's got (laughs) it's got a funny song in it Bud the Chud (laughs) do 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 If nothing else, go check that song out. (laughs) You won't be disappointed. And uh, last bit of trivia on here, guys, is there is actually April's fall joke on this film. And I think it might have been in the early 2000s that a company said they were going to release a Blu-ray with two lovely discs with loads of additional extras. And as it turned out, that was just a joke because this studio that was going to release the Blu-ray thought that No one was interested in this film They thought I would just say That we're going to make A special edition of Chud Just for a laugh All the the fans were waiting in queue Saying Well where's my special edition Because we want to know about this film And The joke turned back on this studio But then Arrow Videos came in They saved the day They released a lovely Blu-ray With loads of extras and interviews And a nice bit of um, Film art as you know about me with my film art and all that sort of stuff, and they managed to sort it out. So, um, that is probably worth going to check out if you're a fan of this movie. So, Arrow videos save the day again. So, as a roundup, guys, as a sort of building block of this film, the impression that I get, my final verdict of Chud, is that it's actually an independent horror movie made on a budget. But is when you watch it, I actually think that it's it as that. Um, article in that horror magazine said was it Fangora said it actually looks a little bit more expensive than it is you can see it looks like a budget film but I'd certainly say it's a little bit more than 1.2 million dollars so absolute all credit to the um, filmmakers and everybody that was involved in this film I mean they made a cracking little horror movie I think and before I go into the movie review guys I will tell you how I watched Chud and I didn't watch Chud until the 2000s I managed to get myself self copy of this I think it was a hard copy to find as I've mentioned before in the in my episodes how difficult it was in the 90s to try and find these films because they weren't released they were on VHS and you had to go to like a secondhand store to try and find them but there's a friend of mine at school that told me about this film back in 19 I want to say about 1989. In the playground my friend said I've just watched this film about monsters that live in the sewers, and he gave me a synopsis of it, and he went through it all. And by the time he told me all that, by the end of it, I had already seen this film in my head, and the film in this film in my head is more terrifying. And back in that time, when my friend used to go to the VHS store, and he said, "Look, there's *Chug*. We rent it out." And I was kind of like, oh, "I'm not sure about it, you know, because already, you know, what you told me, you've terrified me." So. Uh, I suffered some sort of unique cinema trauma without even watching the film so it's just that is the power of imagination isn't it so there you go guys that's 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 how I came across Chud without even watching it but here I am now doing a review on it and talking about reviews let's do a bite sized review of Chud. So the film opens with a woman walking down a dark alleyway in the darkened city of New York and she's walking a dog and she goes over a manhole cover And then you see a creature's hand come out and attack her and it pulls her down to the sewer along with the dog. And that actress in real life is actually Daniel Stern's real life uh, wife. And they've been married for many years up until today. You are then introduced to one of the movie's lead protagonists, George Cooper, who is a fashion photographer and he lives with his girlfriend. And he is um, currently working on a project about the people who live in the underground of New York, um, the homeless people. And it, as it turns out, these homeless people are starting to go missing, which then leads to Captain Bosch, who is a police officer and is the lead investigator to find out why these people are going missing. And he has started an interest in this and he's taken the case on because that woman who got dragged down the um, tunnel at the beginning is actually his wife. And his first lead in this investigation is to go and interview A.J. the Reverend Shepherd, who is played by Daniel Stern, and he runs a homeless shelter soup kitchen. And A.J. believes that there is a government conspiracy through the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, and he believes that they are covering up some sort of nuclear waste project, and he believes that there are monsters living in the sewers, and that is the reason why the homeless people are starting to go missing. And at this point, Captain Bosch doesn't say that he believes him but he has this suspicion that something might be happening because of his wife that's gone missing so then he helps AJ with this investigation and between the two of them they pair up to go and find out what is going on in the sewers and as it turns out there are all monsters in the sewers and AJ is right and what has happened here is it's actually the homeless people that have been contaminated with the radioactive waste and it has turned them into these monsters with gleaming yellow eyes and their skin has mutated and they've become creatures that want to feed on human flesh and they don't want to stay down in the underground anymore they want to come back up and then you get some really cool scenes here where people are getting taken out by the monsters you get a guy using a telephone box making a call and it's a sort of monsters in the shadow scene you just see a little bit of the monster and then the guy's making the telephone call and he turns around and the monster's sort of there going like that and then it takes him out and then you get another death scene where a news reporter has followed George who's investigating or doing a uh, photo shoot of the homeless he follows him into the underground sewers and then he gets taken out and then this is where George meets AJ in the sewer and then between them they both get trapped down there and then as a trio they sort of form an alliance with Captain Bosch to work out what is going on with the um, government and this conspiracy and then as these scenes are happening you get another scene where George's girlfriend is having a shower and the the plug gets clogged up and then as she pulls it all this blood comes out and it's obviously one of these creatures or one of the dead bodies that's um, below her in the sewers that's come up so you get like another sort of horror scene there where she's covered in blood and that. So then George and AJ manage to escape the sewers and AJ with Captain Bosch go to see the uh, Nuclear Regulatory Commission, the NRC, um, and they go there with some evidence of a Geiger counter and a, a contamination suit boot which they found in the sewer. And initially the NRC are disruptive and they deny it all and aj just walks out of the conference room in a rage saying no oh, you don't believe me you're gonna die this this is all gonna go wrong but then one of the um, heads of the nrc then speaks to captain bosch and he just he says to him, "Yeah, that it is true this is happening um these are creatures called chud and they call them cannibalistic underground dwellers and they've captured one of them and what they do is in response to this they send a team of Marines, I guess you could say, in hazmat suits and gas masks and they're um, armed up with flamethrowers. It's quite a good scene, actually. It's a little bit like um, aliens, I guess you could say, in the tunnels. And you've just got like a POV shot of a creature attacking them and then the flamethrowers and then they get killed, the Marines. So then the NRC come up with a plan to fill the tunnels up with gas and then blow them up. And Captain Bosch disagrees with this NRC Um, decision because he says if you fill those tunnels up with gas you're going to um, affect the whole population of New York and this may cause some lives and then I see you now thinking well if it is a gas explosion people are just going to think that it's just gas that's accumulated in the sewers and it's just a, a natural accident so Bosch at this time is now trying to stop their plans but then whilst all this is happening AJ and George have gone back down to the sewers to um, make a further investigation and then they find more evidence to convict the NRC by finding loads of uh, contamination waste um, containers which has um, caused the homeless people to mutate into the chuds and now this connects the the whole conspiracy of the NRC which they are then trying to cover up. So as they were going through the tunnels they end They then find all the Marines' equipment and the flamethrowers, so they use them to fend off the chuds. And then they find a a two-way radio where they manage to get into contact with Captain Bosch to say, look, we're down in the tunnel, we need to get out because we're trapped down here. But then Bosch tells them that the sewers are now being filled up with gas and you've got to get out of there. So you get seen here where Bosch tries to save George and AJ by lifting up a manhole coverer, and then he gets um, approached by the nrc agent who tries to stop him because the manhole cover has been um fixed by the will of a truck Bosch then pulls out a gun on the agent and he says to him right, i'm going to stop you i know all your plans the two guys have told me all about it we've got evidence to bust you there's a whole conspiracy that you've been covering up with toxic waste which has caused the mutation of the chuds The agent then pulls out a gun and then you get a fight between him and Bosch and then Bosch overpowers him and then he takes the keys to the truck. Moves the truck from the manhole cover enabling AJ and George to get out but then he gets shot by the agent and then the agent then takes the uh, truck and then he um, drives it towards our three heroes but then aj takes boss's gun he takes a shot at the truck and then the truck veers off it goes over the manhole cover and ignites and then you just get this like huge explosion where all the sewers burn out as well i'd imagine that's probably taken out with the chud so that threat's been taken off and then you've got aj and george with this evidence to be able to then convict the um nrc of the conspiracy and bust them and even though Bosch has been shot. He's still alive, so um, you get a scene here where all three of our heroes are safe, and that's it, guys. That is the end of the movie. That is Chud. That is a bite-sized review of Chud. So there you go, guys. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. And like I say, as a roundup, it's um, you know Chud. It's only a short movie, but it's it's quite a bit of bang for your buck. And I certainly recommend having a look at it on that um, nice Arrow Blu-ray addition with all those lovely extras so yeah go check it out so that's it guys i will be back soon uh the next episode is gonna be fright night from 1985 so it's one of my favorite vampire movies from the 80s so i need to finally go and check that one out and do a review and tell you how that film got put into production and all the lovely trivia and all that sort of stuff like that so there you go look out for that that will be dropping soon so As a little bit of admin guys, I am a proud member of the Legion podcast network and you can find my show on iTunes and YouTube, so if you want to go and check it out on there. And I've got a Facebook page guys and that's generally where you can find me, so let me know if there's any films that you want me to take a look at, because I generally make this show up as I go along guys, I have no list of what I'm going to do, I just think of a film and go, "Yep, that sounds cool, let's do that, and that's literally how I roll, so just making it up as a go so there you go guys keep it bite size keep it safe and i will see you soon